When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to The Greatest Rivalry, India versus Pakistan, a podcast brought to you by Wisden. I'm Nikesh Raghani. And I'm Adif Nawaz, and we're delighted to bring you this podcast in partnership with a great new product that could help budding batters around the world. It's called BatSense, and it's a wonderful, lightweight gadget that fits snugly on the top of your bat handle. It connects wirelessly to your smartphone and basically tells you where you've been hitting the ball and helps you improve your technique by showing you what you've done right and where you've gone wrong with angles, pick up and a whole load of other things it's got a battery life of six hours and only weighs 25 grams so adds virtually no weight to your bat so you can keep it on during several net sessions or a match and you can get yours now for a discounted price of just 97 pounds plus postage by going to kpsmartsports.com and while you're there you can also check out the whole range of other cricket gear including international replica shirts Yes, definitely worth checking out kpsmartsports.com. And it's interesting, the replica shirts on sale on the website, all bright colours, and we are about to enter the era of coloured clothing on our journey on this podcast, the 1990s, of course. And Atif and I are very excited this week because it's the first era that we really remember watching on TV as kids. So many memories, the ups, the downs, and the superstars that we used to idolise. Yep, Pakistan won the 1992 World Cup with Imran Khan at the helm. And through the decade, Wasim, Wakar, Saeed Anwar, Inzamamul Haq, Shoaib Akhtar, there were so many stars to look up to. And India had a prime Sachin Tendulkar, as well as legends like Anil Kumble, Rahul Dravid, Saurav Ganguly, and many, many more, all making their mark on the game. Yeah, it just takes you right back, just hearing those names, doesn't it, Atif? I mean, those great battles starting from the 92 World Cup right through uh, to the 99 World Cup with 96 in between, the Sharjah series, those uh, trips to Canada uh, and and other countries around the world, many tri-series played between the countries. Not much test cricket. There was just that 99 series, wasn't it, during that particular decade. But, uh, yeah, so many memories of our heroes in those coloured clothes. Absolutely. There was something quite dynamic about when the coloured clothes came through. And if even nowadays, when you try and look up those highlights packages on YouTube or whatever, and I mean, I know I've looked up many Wasim Akram and Wakar Yunus compilations where you just watch them constantly knocking the stumps over and over again. You see these you see these coloured clothing and it really does add this kind of this, this extra dynamic to the game. And um, boy, they were just so iconic. Just the, some of the most iconic images of Pakistani cricket in particular belong to those men. Yeah, 100%. And um, I, I will just say one other thing, though. I mean, the whole decade, it's nostalgic looking back and so many heroes of ours were, were playing in those days. But I do remember being hugely frustrated through most of the 90s, especially with India, because for a lot of it, especially in the early to mid 90s, it was if Sachin Tendulkar fails, generally 
India failed and and I I can't quite put my finger on why because you look at other batsmen around at the time I mean Mohammad Azharuddin Vinod Kambli um you know Saurabh Ganguly and Rahul Dravid came into the side in the mid 90s as well and and you know even from the bowling point of view Jabagol Shrinath and Anil Kumble you know world class bowlers on their day but I suppose for India and indeed Pakistan it was a decade where they had these stars they they had the capability to beat anyone in the world but there was just a huge lack of consistency as well and that was usually frustrating for us as fans Absolutely I mean even like when you talk about India and you talk about these personalities like they they did under they did kind of under deliver often and there was a lot of pressure on Sachin Tendulkar I would almost argue it was more frustrating being a Pakistan fan at the time because they had a very clear balanced the most iconic team they ever really had in the 90s and despite winning that 92 world cup they were unable to replicate that form in the 1996 world cup and though they got to the final of the 99 world cup they kind of missed out in in, in really crushing fashion to australia in the final so it i feel like they under underperformed to that potential they really should have been winning almost every game in in that in that era <laughs> a bit like the dominant australia that would follow whereas uh, india you almost give them a little more a little bit more slack because they were still sort of in a slightly transition phase they weren't quite the mighty india side that they are now present day no absolutely yeah absolutely spot on and uh really we are delighted this week because we're joined once again by mr toe crusher himself wakar yunis who last week talked about his debut in 1989 and alongside him former india star vinod gambli who retired with an incredible test average of 54 and for both of them the 1990s was their prime Wakar Yunis, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm very good, Nikesh. How about you? All well? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Thanks very much for joining us. And uh, Vinod Gambli, also on the line. Vinod, how are you? Good, my friend, and uh, uh, nice to be on your show. In fact, and and hello to Wakar as well. Yeah, Vinod, how are you? All things are good at home. Yes, yes. In fact, uh, Wakar, everybody is fine. I hope everybody is fine in, uh, with you okay. and your family. You know, it's uh, taking care of. Yeah, all well, all well. God bless, Everybody God bless, is God bless good. Good. good to hear yes. you. Good to hear you. Yes, uh, you two obviously having played a lot of cricket against each other. We all know what we're here to talk about today. Uh, the rivalry, the greatest rivalry between India and Pakistan uh, on a cricket field. Uh, it's it's probably the biggest sporting rivalry on the planet. You two have been involved at the heart of it as well. Let's just start by getting your thoughts and your feelings as to just. how big it is for for people who may perhaps think the ashes is the be all and end all or in football you know brazil versus argentina or you know these these other famous rivalries around the world just sell it to them tell them why this is the greatest rivalry let's start with you wakar look you know pakistan india goes long way back i mean whenever these two countries play against each other this is not only just a, just a game it's just people just get involved not only in pakistan india but they get involved all all around the world and uh, you know i know we talk about ashes we talk now we talk about australia australia and india but i promise you you know uh, whenever pakistan india play it's a different ball game altogether i mean you take out all the world cup games and uh, uh you take out all the pakistan india which which are very few uh, which i feel sad sometime about it because uh, in the in the 90s uh, and even in the 2000s you know uh, we hardly played any cricket yes we played in the icc tournaments uh, but overall there are 
hardly a, a bilateral series which people are sort of hungry and dying to watch it is sad that it's not happening uh, but uh, there is no match when pakistan and india play against each other uh, you know there is no cricket which can match these two when they're playing vinod same sort of sentiment from you I, in fact uh, i think my experience is uh, watching india versus pakistan as a kid in fact my heroes watching them in fact on on we had to used to have a, a doordarshan that time and i used to watch all my my favorite cricketers mm. you know whom as a kid i was and and growing up watching sunil gavaskar and it was a dream come true when i all i can say that it was a dream come true when me and sachin sachin tendulkar who i call him master blaster we were both let me tell vakar also about it we 1987 world cup uh, it was played in wankhede stadium and then we started playing together me and sachin in school days uh, we started playing together and we had the world record partnership of 664 and after that uh, the 87 world cup was there and india were playing uh, england in fact and uh, and we were we were called to be the ball boys uh, uh, in that match particular world cup match so it was it was great you know for for me as a kid so it was mm-hmm. like a dream come true as a kid so for me and for sachin it was it was a it was a dream as a ball boys and then after that the history started nikesh can i can i just ask question to vinod sure uh, uh vinod i don't know if you remember back in the uh, late 80s which you mentioned you were just mentioning about the world cup game uh, either just before that or after that pakistan uh, the indian under 19 team came to pakistan where you supposed to come and uh, and and sachin also supposed to come on that tour and i don't know why you both didn't come uh, i i heard that sachin tundulkar had the Uh, some high school uh, exams or something or he was of course he was only a baby then uh, but there was there was a big hype in pakistan that you know there is a little kid coming to pa- to pakistan with under 19 which he did in 1989 uh, when when he came with a test uh, test team but in that under 19 where ajay jadeja and mongia uh, you know there were a lot of other other big names in that in that under 19 team came but you two didn't come i just wanted to know that why why was that no in fact vakar uh, it was uh, i think we played against each other we played a test match a test series in fact under 19 test series when you you had come and mm. uh, we played against each other we at least played two or three test matches and the one days so in as for that tour i think uh, we were busy with <laughs> in fact uh, i think uh, we were busy with the schools and uh, there were other okay. other you know school was also important and there were other school matches was also there mm. and uh, in fact that's what i'm saying that we played against each other where i still remember when we were in kanpur i saw that run up of yours when you were just i think must be 18 may 18 or i think yeah i think you were 18 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the time i mm. saw uh, i saw you work out and you know I, i saw i think moin was also mm-hmm. there there were other other under 19 cricketers yeah, yeah, yeah. so i it was it was a mm-hmm. great i think you know you people coming down and we playing a test series the under 19 test series it was an experience for us 
you know, Vakar, you bowling to us, and yeah, that's how we were like, you know. Well, cricket not only at the top level, the rivalry between Pakistan and India, not only at the top level, but even even when Pakistan play India at the junior level, under 16, under 19, even the you know the emerging cricketers. I mean, it's just the the fight on the field and the friendship off off the field. It was just phenomenal. I mean, amazing uh, what I have. Uh, you know uh, seen over the years not only when i played cricket but also when i coached pakistan you know the the friendship between the players was amazing off the field but on the field they wanted to sort of you know kill each other basically and bakari the team that you went into it had some absolute legends including somebody uh, who you'd end up being synonymous with uh, wasim akram you know yourself and wasim would form this incredible partnership that the world still remembers to this day and will will, will doubtless go on to remember what was your first memory of um, of meeting and playing with wasim akram no oh, you know wasim played i think a couple of years before before me uh, he debuted a couple of years before me and uh, and and he also played for lancashire before me uh, so so my first remembrance of of wasim akram was was at from kadapi stadium you know when i was i got picked uh, in the in the i think 23 23 boys squad uh, because i did perform in the first class first uh, i think five six games i picked up few wickets and they they just asked me to come and bowl in the nets also as well as you know have a look at uh, look at they wanted to see me also that how good i am and that was the first time uh, i saw him you know running around with his long hair and uh, and and with his lancashire shirt on and 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 it was intimidating you know it was uh, uh but but he was very nice to me he met me and uh, very sweet of him and uh, then we started sharing the nets and uh, and keep watching him the way he used to bowl he used to run uh, from a, from a fairly long run up those days uh, and uh, you know there are not many left arm fast bowlers you see around the world uh, in in last you know 30 years at least because i i can't don't remember what happened before that so this there's no one better than wasim akram when you talk about left arm fast bowler right? he swings the ball with the with the new ball very control and uh, and of course with a with a fairly good pace uh you know a pure professional bat really well down the order and it was a good fielder i mean he was he was somebody i have learned a lot from him not only in the nets but also when we were playing the matches you know uh, standing with him at midoff and midon sharing the sharing his experience he was always very kind and 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 nice to talk to me about bowling and you know telling me you know what needs to be done at a particular time so uh, i always say that you know if the team would not been bowling from the other end i wouldn't have taken these many wickets it was very very challenging at times and it was very uh, you know comfort it was very comforting at time when when he was from the other end and vinod you made your debut against pakistan in 1991 in a team that had wasim akram as well as wakar in it firstly how was that and how much did it help do you think that you had your childhood friend sachin tendulkar in the side with you at that time after he'd of course had the experience of playing against them already when he came back from the pakistan tour and he told me about the entire tour how was the tour he faced wakar he faced Uh, other fast bowlers and that's how i got some experience you know from i got a lot of experience from sachin tendulkar you know he played earlier 
and my in fact my, my hands were literally itching i said my friend has made it why not me i also will try hard and definitely try to get back in the indian team so that's that's the motivation tour it was a in fact it was a motivation tour for sachin as well and for me as well in fact uh, all i can say it was a memorable booster representing my country at the highest level and the high intensity match against pakistan so it was a very strong pakistan team let me tell you the very strong pakistan team and all i can say that all i needed to be mentally prepared to face them as a youngster as a youngster making my debut against the you know the the fast bowlers imran i think imran was there wakar was there wasim bhai was there and you know to face that intense intensity i got to i got to know how it is playing against the the pakistan side it was a challenging it was very challenging and i was looking forward to it because my debut and i was selected i was happy and playing against pakistan it was a great uh, in fact uh, uh, all i can say that it was a great motivation thing for me because playing for india and playing against pakistan the rivalry all i can say the rivalry which i heard and which i you know been hearing it that rivalry was the intensity the intensity was high it was very high and my debut playing against pakistan gave me that kind of confidence because uh, playing against them is a, it was a challenge you know the, the way wasim ran in uh, the way uh, wakar used to come from such a long run up and you know we have to as mentally we at least in fact wakar used to give us time to prepare ourselves because of his long run up so when he used to come to bowl so we used to prepare ourselves and this is how uh, the the it was a it was a test it was a test again playing against wakar wasim then imran khan was also there so it was uh, and akib was also there so it was it it was kind of a good attack and you are playing against them and i batted in fact i batted against them as well so it was a challenging they always is to challenge so as a batter we used to take that challenge so but thank you waka for giving us uh, so much time of, uh, because of of your run up <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, vinod i mean you, you obviously faced up to that uh, fabulous pakistani bowling attack uh, a lot through the 90s uh, you know particularly in the early 90s when uh, imran was still there as you mentioned as well um a lot of those series <laughs> in the early days were played in Sharjah like your debut uh, you know throughout the whole of the 90s really it was almost like every year India and Pakistan would find uh, some excuse to play in Sharjah uh, for their fans uh, in the Middle East and uh, around the world as well what were those series in Sharjah like for you what was that experience like of of going and playing cricket in the Middle East i think uh, Sharjah was a venue for unique it was unique because uh, we had fans from both both the teams passionately supporting the players we played a lot of matches uh, in sharjah and the fans i will i would love to you know like to uh, just bring to your notice the fans would always had a good support they always support good cricket that's why all, 
all I can say, I can still remember uh, another incident from Charja during my debut uh, when Akib Javed took, took that hat trick against us. I was slated to bat number six. I was going to bat number six. And, and just one wicket went down. There was a lot of uh, noise. Second wicket went down. The lot of noise again. And I was sitting inside. And I was sitting inside. And then the third wicket fell. I said, I have to go mm. next. Wakar must be also knowing this. Because I, I went on the field, not tied my, my shoes not tied my pads were not tied properly because i wasn't ready at all <laughs> because of the after this hat trick i was i was the guy who was to who was supposed to play the fourth fourth ball so i was just i, I could still remember wakar wasim and uh, imran everybody just gathering around me mm. in fact they were just why did you come late? Why did you come late? <laughs> so I was like, and the, the pressure, because the crowd was behind Akib. The, the entire crowd was behind him because he was going to bowl the fourth ball. And I was supposed to face that fourth, fourth ball. That was the match he took seven for 37, didn't he, in the final? Yes, yes, yes. That's the one. That's the one. In fact, uh, that's, uh, that's how the intensity. We always enjoyed playing we always enjoyed playing them in Sharjah because a lot of matches was played. And all I can say that, you know, the fans in Sharjah, they used to appreciate good cricket. If a good ball has been bowled or a good shot has been played, that appreciating. Appreciation was there. So it was a wonderful crowd over there in Sharjah. I think Vakar will also agree with that because they never booed us. They never booed any team. They used to come to enjoy good cricket. And they got it. They got it, that excitement, the, uh, the pressure and everything. As, as, a, as, a, as a player, we felt it. As a, as a spectator, they enjoyed it. And uh, Vakar, you know, for you, uh, playing in Sharjah, because you kind of, you grew up in Sharjah, didn't you? You spent a lot of your youth in Sharjah. Was it, uh, was there, did it feel like a bit like playing at home when you played in Sharjah? Happy hunting ground for me, uh, Atif. Uh, really enjoyed my uh, my time bowling there on, on, in Sharjah. There were a couple of really good things about Sharjah. Are, uh, as as Vinod just said, that the spectators were great. They were, uh, the crowd was, you know, amazing. They they were they were very neutral. They used to come and support both teams, maybe a little bit more toward Pakistan at times, but on the Fridays. Uh, but otherwise, it was very very neutral. Uh, and, uh, and and we used to play twice a year in um, in Sharjah. And the good thing about Sharjah was uh, every time uh, uh, we played there, Pakistan India played, or even the you know we always used to add on third team or the four, sometimes four teams also. And 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 the and the, all the money used to come from cricket, or, or the or the benefit come from cricket. Uh, it, it used to go to you know few of the cricketers, the ex cricketers. So that was really really good. You know they used to get a good uh, chunk of money, especially the the veterans, and and it used to really help them uh, you know moving moving forward. So that was really good about about Sharjah. But cricket wise, I thought the pitch was a little slow, flat. The ground was really good. It was a small ground. 
so everyone was really close the what vinod is talking about the the roar the 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 crowd making all these noises and it was difficult when you come on to on to face the fourth wall when you've lost three wickets and three balls and and i can imagine how he was feeling at the time uh but yeah it is it, it, it you know because the ground is so small and the crowd is so close to you it just it puts you under so much pressure if you're not doing well uh and it can be hard at times to sort of especially for the batters not for the bowlers that much but for the for the batters it was it was tough at times uh, but yeah pakistan played a lot of cricket uh, in the 90s against india in um, in sharjah i mean just just for an example uh, i played in in my entire career i played four test matches against india and that's it but i played a lot of one day cricket in sharjah you know canada and 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 the icc tournaments we play around the world but we played uh, only very few test matches in my career we well, did obviously uh, play a lot of uh, famous one day internationals through the 90s in particular uh, we talked there about mm. vinod's debut sharjah some of the early matches in sharjah through the decade as well but before we get too ahead of ourselves let's just take it back to the the 1992 world cup vinod was involved in the india squad wakar you had to miss out through injury uh, and you know it's pakistan's greatest moment in their history winning that world cup uh, of course so uh, firstly how heartbreaking was it to miss out on that moment and that world cup where india and pakistan came head to head for the first time on the biggest stage and then to 1996 uh, you know how grateful were you that you were fully fit during that and you could face up uh, to Uh, the indians uh, i know albeit uh, not in a, a very memorable match from a pakistani point of view but still a massive massive game on the biggest stage in the subcontinent as well how big a turnaround was that in those two world cups for you look overall world cup uh, world cups not been very kind to me you know 1992 i was probably at my best i was you know really bowling well and uh, i was bowling quickly and uh, and also you know really in good rhythm uh, but unfortunately just before uh, the 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 tournament starts a couple of weeks before that because we went to for a for a uh, uh, for a pre-season kind of a you know, sort of a conditioning camp for 2 3 weeks and i just got injured in that I, something went wrong in my back and i couldn't really walk after that i couldn't really walk for good couple of months after that and uh, had to fly back and uh, and and icing on the cake for me was that pakistan won and uh, it was it was very uh, heartbreaking at, at times but when they arrived I, there was n- n- no one uh, more happier than me when i saw them coming to lahore uh, it was uh, it is people still remember it uh, in pakistan they still talk about that world cup 1992 uh you know it was it was amazing although pakistan i think i think pakistan lost to in, in india in that in that world cup also and of course pakistan have never won the world cups uh, against against india i don't know why don't ask me this question but uh, yeah 96 uh, was uh, was a very good tournament for me overall uh, i thought i bowled uh, really well i was probably the best bowler from pakistan in that world cup uh, until ajay jadeja really took me on in 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 that in that game in bangalore this guy's got one through the gap for four well what a good shot that was too boy oh, smashed it that's a big six that's a great shot what a little beauty that has gone miles over the top of the wicket this is a great over for the indians 22 runs in an over where they would have settled for six 
which was uh, uh, was very very unexpected from Ajay. Uh, you know that was probably best best inning he's played in his in his life. It was a it was a, a small cameo, or I think he got forty odd of I think twenty odd delivery. So that really put uh, uh, put India on the on the on the on the driving seat to begin with. But then of course Saeed Anwar and Amishwil the way they started. It was just amazing. I thought we recovered well, but uh, unfortunately, you know, uh, India was too good on that that particular day. Just quickly, Wakar, uh, you mentioned there Amir Sahel, and uh, uh, you know, it, it was it, that that's the moment everyone remembers, don't they? And Saeed Anwar and him off to an absolutely brilliant start. It looked at one stage as if Pakistan is just going to run away with it, chase the two hundred and eighty-eight, uh, and win that match, and straight through to the semi-final. Obviously, things started to go wrong when uh, mm. Saeed Anwar was out initially. Amir Sahel was still going, and then that incident with Venkatesh Prasad as well. What were you guys thinking at the moment when Amir mm. Sahel was sledging him and saying, you know, go and fetch the ball or whatever he was uh, telling Venkatesh Prasad at that time? Were, were you guys just, you know, oh, that's just Amir Sahel, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, th- this is good for him. We love to see an, a fired up Amir Sahel. That's when we get the best out of him. Or were you thinking, as Imran Khan was saying on the commentary at the time on television, what is he doing? There's, there's just no need to do that. Just keep quiet. Just keep playing. Look, to be very honest, we were all uh, shocked the way he was behaving on the field. I mean, the, the, you're talking the ball all over the all over the park. Why do you need to do that? He was just. Uh, I, I guess. I guess uh, the pressure got to him. Yeah, we watch it. I mean, it's really. Uh, it wasn't really meant to be that stroke, but he still middled it. He's a great competitor, Amisahel, and here you see him arguing with the bowler or telling him what he's doing. Well, that's the answer. That's the best way you can answer a batsman. Venkatesh Prasad has clean bowled Amir Sohail. Sohail losing a bit of concentration, having a chat with the bowler and having his off stump peg back next ball. 113 for 2, Pakistan. Well, let's watch it here. It's a really terrible shot. And by losing his concentration, Having arguing with the bowler, now look what Pakistan has suffered. You know, he batted superbly. He was looking really good, uh, and I think he scored what? Uh, I, I think he scored 55 uh, of, of not many deliveries. And uh, and say then were also. You know, we lost we lost our first wicket uh, when when they were Pakistan were 80 or 85 for in 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 the first 10 overs. So we were cruising. And uh, and then once we lost Saeed Anwar and then Amir Suhail straight away, uh, and, and then it, it just went wrong. Saeed Anwar, uh, no, in Zamamul Haq, and I still remember that Zamamul Haq and uh, Ijaz Ahmed, they went in, into the shell. And and I think full credit should be uh, given to Anil Kumble that when he came in and Prasad came in for his second spell, he just sort of, Started nipping the ball a little bit, and and Pakistan got you know so much pressure, uh, you know, and and once we lost Ijaz and 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 uh, and in Zamam, I think within within an over or so, uh, it was very very difficult. I think Pakistan made, definitely made we made quite a few mistakes in that game because Javed Miyadad was there. He could have really you know gone at number four, but we kept him at number six. There was no use because he was. You know, he was he was almost getting out of cricket. He was finishing finishing then, uh, so we kept him for for very late. He should have batted at number four, but that that's gone. Uh, I mean, overall, 
Uh, a good game of cricket, and India well deserved winners. Uh, it was it was heartbreaking for uh, Pakistani fans, Vakar, but it was mm-hmm. you know you know just jubilant for Indian fans. I imagine, uh, Vidhat, you were mm-hmm. there in '96, and this is the first kind of really big, high-profile match. The teams did meet in the '92 World Cup as well, but in '96 we're talking about a quarter-final of the World Cup, and it's happening in Bangalore. You know, it, it's about as high octane as it gets. And uh, ha, 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 what are your memories of? Of being in that match. Well, I can I can share share a few mem- memories in the '92 World Cup, and the first time, it was the first time India was facing Pakistan in a World Cup match, and it did not seem like we were playing in Sydney, because the fans from both sides were loud. It felt like like we are playing in Sharjah, but all I remember, all I remember from the '92 World Cup. Because, you know, the 87 World Cup, me and Sachin were ball boys. And 92 World Cup, we played together. I still remember as a ball boy to the 92 World Cup playing together. It was a dream come true. Playing for your country in a World Cup match. And that too against Pakistan. Because we were playing them in Sharjah. But this match was very, very important. But like, you know, I can all I can say... Uh, Again, the intensity. I all why I'm saying that word again and again, the intensity. Because I can still remember. I think Wakar went back because I, I think Wakar didn't play that match because of his back injury. And uh, uh, I still remember that match. Now that uh, the incident between Kiran More and Javed Bai. You know the way. Uh, Javed Bhai jumped after that because what happened, I'll tell you the entire scene. The, uh, Javed, Javed Bhai played that ball to covers and I was fielding there. And I picked up the ball and I just, Javed Bhai was just coming out like, you know, just in his, in his own own world. So he was just coming out. So I threw the ball back again to Kiran. And Kiran just collected and, you know, he just flicked the blade. And I think there was a little bit of <laughs> conversation with uh, uh, Kiran Murray and Javed Bhai. So it was what, the, so it just clicked. It just, I think uh, Javed, Javed didn't expect. The ball just came to Kiran and Kiran lifted the bell. And then the next ball he played and then he started the entire scenario people, everybody knows what exactly happened. Because the way he jumped and that it was a good fun, but I can say it was just a good fun. Yeah, Vinod, we've actually spoken to Kieran Moray about that particular incident. Let's just take a listen to what he had to say about it. See, on the field, I said, we on the field, we always give it back to each other. And it's not only Javed, it's, you talk about Wasim, Wakar, everyone in Pakistan team or everyone in Indian team also, you know. But uh, that incident, I still remember, you know, like uh, uh, we batted, we got 218 and I, we thought that we were about 20, 30, 20 runs or 30 runs short. Uh, we thought we could have scored a 240, 250. And when Pakistan started batting, but when we batted, we faced a lot of uh, hostility from Pakistan uh, team, you know, on the field. Uh, they were also saying a lot of things to us. So it was time for us to give it back. So I said, and I was the number one guy in the team um, who who was given license, you know, by the team management, you have to go after them. So on the word go, I started, uh, started going after them. And uh, that when Javed came for batting and uh, 
uh, Amir Soyal was batting along with him. And they were doing pretty well. I thought uh, they had a game in their hand. They were 80 for uh, 1 and 70 or 80 for 1. And they were cruising easily. But I thought Javid played a little bit overcautious. You know, he stopped actually Amir Soyal uh, to get in that flow and play some big shots, you know. And that pressure was building up all the time. And, uh, and because what has happened, like Javed had missed out on a lot of matches in that World Cup. He had a back back injury and uh, he did not play many games. And he, the game he played against Australia, uh, he played most of the shots at third man and fine leg. And because of his back problem, he could not drive the ball, you know. So when you drive the ball, you need to use your back also, you need to use your core. And he was a more risky player. So I was kept, I kept telling my ballers, pitch up to him. Doesn't matter if it is half volley as well. So he was struggling to hit that ball. And that wicket was also a little bit not easy. It was not easy that wicket. It was sticky. Uh, ball was doing a bit. You know, it was not coming on the bat. So he was struggling and he was getting frustrated. And there was two, three appeals on Sachin's bowling down the leg side. I thought he was close, caught me. And then I, uh, down the leg side, I tried to stump him. That time also appealed, then again I appealed on the for the leg before, again I appealed for the run out. So when I did the run out appeal, I removed the belts and uh, he started imitating me. And Javed will just make his point now and say, hang on a moment, son, and excuse me, Mr. Moray, would you mind not talking while I'm facing up? Not out is the final decision. <laughs> oh, yes, he's never... Meanwhile, I was, give, I was giving Javed a lot. When he used to take his stance, I used to say something to him in Hindi or in Urdu or in Punjabi or in Gujarati because Javed knew all these languages. So, uh, I was giving him all the time and Amir Soel as well. So, he was getting frustrated and they were not scoring runs. So, when the pressure builds an India-Pakistan game is always tough. It's not easy, you know. But uh, that appeal I made and he started imitating me. And that's where the David Shepherd came and uh, Azaruddin came and started uh, telling Javed that, that don't do this. And Shepherd warned him that uh, if you do it again, I'll send you out, you know. And then Javed, uh, <laughs> Javed is funny, you know, like uh, he loves, basically, he's a very smart cricketer. He likes to talk and play cricket. That's how we concentrate, you know. That's what's my, what I analyze that uh, Javed is to love talking. And there are some players, they love to talk and they concentrate. Some cricketers they don't talk, they don't, like, they don't like to talk. But this guy is to talk and he's to concentrate better. So sometimes it is too, uh, it is dangerous for you as well. But this match, everybody was saying a lot of things. But I am saying good thing on this uh, show because uh, there were language which is used. Uh, I cannot say on this on air. So <laughs> please pardon me, but... Uh, uh, it was all the languages where whatever the slang be used uh, in Pakistan or India, it was said on the field. The incident changed and the, the, we were charged. After that uh, incident, we were literally charged. As a team, we just gained momentum because, you know, we were all charged. Javed bhai, Javed bhai, jump kar rahe, jump kar rahe, kyu jump kar rahe. So like, you know, it was, it was a kind of very tense uh, situation. So, so just uh, uh, after that incident, all I can say that uh, we get we gained that momentum because uh, after that they lost couple of wickets and Imran Khan also got run out. 
then Javed Bhai stayed there till the end. And we took the entire control of that match. But, but 92 was obviously incredible. 96, um, you know, you're, as I say, because you're playing in Bangalore now, and, you know, that incident that, that you know, Nikesh and Bukhar were talking about, you know, with uh, Amir Sahil, and he's, uh, you know, kind of, he's, he's going great guns, and, you know, there's a big chase for Pakistan to, to try and pull off. And then, you know, they're having this kind of moment of sledging. And then when Venkatesh Prasad got the wicket of Sohil, what was the feeling like in the, on the pitch, on the ground? What was that celebration like? Take, talk me through your huddle once you got Sohil out. You should, if you can uh, zoom in into all the, uh, all the, uh, all our cricketers, all the teammates. We, I, I was fielding at, <laughs> you won't believe, I was fielding at Deep Square League. And when Amir got out, I ran, I, in fact, 100 meters it was. <laughs> I sprinted and the way I went and, you know, hugged uh, Venkatesh. That, that was my, the longest sprint on a cricket field. From deep fine leg, straight on, uh, on the wicket. So that, that's how we were charged, you know, because that wicket, because Amir was going, he was going, means we, we thought that, you know, he will take away the game. But that incident brought us back again. That incident and that wicket brought us back again. Well, this is it. The last ball nudged away down the third man and uh, they haven't really gone up yet. There they go. So victory to Mohammad Azraddin and his, and his uh, Indian side, comprehensively beating the Pakistanis. Bukai Yunus and Vinod Kambli there. And there's much, much more from them next week as we continue our journey through to the late 1990s. Wasim and Bukar were coming to the end of their careers but kept taking heaps of wickets. And along with the likes of Inzamam, Shoaib Akhtar, Saklan Mushtaq and others, they formed that dream team in the 1999 World Cup. India, on the other hand, finally got some consistent support for Sachin Tendulkar. In fact, it was more than just that. It was the likes of Dravid and Ganguly started to take the world by storm. And along with Anil Kumble and other bowlers like Srinath, Agarkars, Habajan Singh, they started to come into their own. And I can't wait to talk about it all next week. Yes, some absolutely wonderful memories coming up on that episode. We hope you've been enjoying the podcast series so far as well. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the podcast in the Wisdom feed. Your comments are most welcome as well. You can reach us on social media by heading to at Atif Nawaz and at Nikesh Ragani. You can also follow the Wisdom Cricket and Wisdom India Twitter feeds. The usual Wisdom Cricket Weekly podcast also drops very soon and we will be back next week. Podcast Network.